Hi everyone, welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed on the Lord's Word, chapter by chapter. My name is Paul, and today's chapter is Luke 12. While this chapter is quite long and extensive in its content, I'd like to focus on a number of verses that have been a long-term help to me in my Christian life. That's Luke chapter 12, verses 49 to 53. Verse 49 and 50 say, I have come to cast fire on the earth, and how I wish that it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how I am pressed until it is accomplished. To understand these verses, we need John chapter 12, which is a kind of illustration or help that the Lord provided us. And there, in John chapter 12, verse 24, the Lord says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless the grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. In John 12, the Lord likens himself to a grain of wheat. And within the shell of a grain of wheat, the life of the wheat is constrained. And until the shell is broken, through the process of the seed being buried and then the shell dying, there's no way for the life within the shell to come forth. So the dying of the seed that's buried is the way for the life within the seed to be released. So in Luke 12, the Lord says that he has come to cast fire on the earth. When the Lord came to the earth, the Bible tells us that all the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in him bodily. So all the divine life, divinity, was in him. He was full of the divine life. But he wanted that this life would be released or that this fire of the divine life, the impulse of the divine life would be released into people, into us. But the way for this life to be released out of the Lord and into the believers was that the Lord had to pass through death just as the grain of wheat has to die so that the life within the grain of wheat would be released. So here in Luke 12, the Lord is the one full of the divine fire. And he expresses his longing to release that fire, to cast it on the earth into us. But how, how will this be released from within his being and into us? He has to be crucified. He has to die just like the seed to release the life. Well, in verse 50, it uses the word baptism. And baptism in the New Testament always bears a meaning of death. So the Lord passing through death was the means by which and through which he could release his divine life. And now, through the Lord's death, his divine life, that fire, the impulse of the divine life, has been released. And when the Lord resurrected, that life was imparted into us. Hallelujah, we were regenerated or born again. So in First Peter 
chapter 1, verse 3, it said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has regenerated us unto a living hope. Listen, how? Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So in his death, Jesus Christ released the divine life that was bound in him. But through death, he released that life. He released that life. And in resurrection, that life was imparted into us. And the impartation of that life into us is our new birth. Praise the Lord. We are born of God. Through the releasing death of the Lord Jesus and through the life-imparting resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Well, here we see on the positive side of this life-releasing death and life-imparting resurrection is that we are regenerated. We're born again. He's cast the impulse of this divine life as fire into our being. Well, that's on the positive side. We become his children. But there's also an effect that when we're born of him, we're also born into his kingdom. And there's also another kingdom that opposes God's kingdom into which we've been born. So in 1251, it says, Do you think that I have come to give peace on the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. For from now on there will be five in one house divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided, father against son and son against father, mother against her daughter and daughter against her mother, mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. At this point, we may be confused and say, well, what does the Lord mean that he came and caused there to be division? Well, on the positive side, when he released and imparted this divine life that was in him, we were regenerated and brought into his kingdom. But on the negative side, those who are not in this kingdom would oppose our living by this divine life that has been imparted into us, such that those even at so close to us, you know, relatives are the closest persons to us. It may or may not be our physical relatives. But the point is, those who are not in this kingdom into which we've been brought by the Lord's released and imparted life may oppose us. Surely when the Lord came, he came to make peace, to announce peace, and to give us peace. This is in Ephesians 2. But when his life was released, we became part of his kingdom. And surely his enemy, Satan, would try to frustrate our living and enjoying this kingdom to the extent that even some who may be close to us in our natural life would oppose us. So this is a kind of help to us that we wouldn't be stumbled, that even some would not appreciate our enjoyment and our happiness in the Lord. I recall this in my experience that some very close to me, when I really began again to enjoy the Lord very much, somewhat began to oppose. There was some conflict. Well, the thing that will help us in the long term is to realize that actually the Lord wants to save those persons with whom we may have some conflict. And actually speaking, it's not conflict against persons. Satan's kingdom opposes the kingdom of God 
which has been sown into us as the divine life, the seed within us. Well, the way to deal with this kind of conflict is not to be hardened or try to oppose in this kind of a way, but rather we're humble, we're subject to those, and what we do is we pray. We pray for them. In 1 Timothy 2.4, God strongly expresses his desire. He desires that all men would be saved and come to the full knowledge of the truth. So when we may face contention or some kind of strife, even among those who are closest to us, we wouldn't be stumbled, but we would remember and we would pray. Pray that these ones would be brought into, into the kingdom through the release and impartation of the Lord's life even into them. Thanks for joining us. Hope to see you next time.